This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchem Abayim, welcome everyone. We continue with Daf HaShavua. We're learning Daf Samach Gimel Omen Beis. Gufa, we said earlier, Hamayreda A woman who rebels against her husband, we subtract from her ksuba seven dinar a week. The Mishnah said, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, Shiva tarpeikin, seven tarpeiks. Rabbi Seinu Chazru Venimnu, but our masters, our teachers, they retracted and they counted. Meaning, they took a, basically, they took a vote. That not to do what the Mishnah says, not to detract from her Ksuba 17 or a week, but instead we proclaim four Shabbosos, one after another, in the shul. We basically embarrass her. We say, uh, we make by the drasha, the Rav says, um, Shabbos, everyone, and everyone says, "Good Shabbos." I want you to know, Shprinza is rebelling against her husband, and you should know that when the Rav would do that, people used to stay up for the drushes. People, you know, nah, you think um, the worst thing a Rav could do to when he starts a drasha is it says in this week's parsha. We know what parsha is. Never start a drasha. It says in this week's parsha. But a good technique is to let to to spill the juice on Shprinza. That Shprinza is rebelling against her husband. You better believe nobody batted an eyelash. They were all ears when the, the Rav made that announcement. They would do so four weeks in a row. V'sholchen la Bezdin. And um, Bezdin would send her a message. Meaning, not only would they announce her, but they would they would basically let her know, Even if Riksuba is a hundred mana, you're going to lose it. Meaning, instead of having a whole protracted situation where she loses seven um, dinar a week, basically, they would uh, tell her, listen lady, get, you have four weeks to get your act together. Otherwise, um, you were, it's all over. Um, you only have four weeks, says Gemara. Achasli, and Achasli, it's the same. Arusa, whether she's an Arusa and she rebels, Nesua or a Nesua, Afilu Nida, even if she's a Nida, Afilu Chayla, or if she's sick, Afilu Shemer Yavam, or even if she's uh, uh, waiting for a Yavam. No matter when she rebels, basically we don't give her, we don't say she loses seven dinar a week, but instead, what do we say? Instead we say that uh, she has four weeks to get her act together. Amar Leh, now this Gemara we had earlier on Samach Bezim is... Uh, Arusa has to work for her husband. <laughs> well... What is it? What does my red dust mean? You're saying if it means malacha, it must be malacha because she's in Arusa. She can't have uh, tashri. Now let's say she says, "I'm not going to do nisuin." 
I mean, we, right, we had this before. The Gemara didn't question Arusa. Because look, the Gemara, the, this Gemara is assuming that it's Tashmish. And she's basically saying um, that Arusa would be rebelling by saying, you know, I'm not going to have relations with this guy. So you're asking, and Arusa can't have relations anyway. Um, let's see the Gemara. The Gemara says, Amalei Rabchia Bar Yosef Lishmar Rabchia Bar Yosef said to Shmuel, Nida Bas Tashmashi is a woman who is a Nida. She capable of having Tashmash? So Abbas is asking, well, and Arusa is also not capable. And the Gemara doesn't say we're talking about Yehuda, where they were Levi Gaspa. Not sure. Amalei, so uh, Shmuel said back to Rabchia Bar Yosef, True, Eni does not have Tashmish, but at least afterwards, she's open to it. As opposed to if she just uh, basically says, no, I'm assuring myself. Okay. Rami Barchama, Rami Barchama said, Ein machrizin aleha, ela vabate knesiyos, vabate midrashais. Um... We only proclaim only in the shuls and the base medrash, but no, nowhere else. In other words, we're not going to talk about it in, um, if you, in any other public forum. It says four Shabbos one after another. Why? In other words, the fact that it's only done on Shabbos, it's because that's when the people come to the Beis HaKnesis and the Beis HaMedrash. That indicates the announcement is only made in the shuls. Fine. Amar Rami Barachama. Rami Barachama said, Pa'amayim sholchin lami bezin. Twice the bezin will send her a message. Achaz koyin machraza. Once before the proclamation. Before we embarrass her. And shavachaz achar achraza. Once after. Basically we, we tell her that she's going to lose the ksuba in four weeks. Darash of Nachem Barav Chizda, Rav Nachem Barav Chizda, Darshind, Halacha Karabay Seinu. The Halacha is like our Rabbeim who disputed the Mishnah, where the Gemara said earlier, Rabbi Seinu Chazru Venimnu, that Machwizin Allah Arba Shabbosos. The Halacha is like Rabbi Seinu. Amar Rava, Rava said, Hai Borcha, this is wrong. The Halacha, is not like Rabbi Sinu. Rav said that which Rav Nachman Rav Chizda said is not is not right. Amar le Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman said, Amar le Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says to Rav, "My Borchasei, what does it mean that it's wrong?" I know Amrita Nehala. I said it to him. Umishmei the Gavra Rav Amrita Nehala. I said to him the name of a great person. Umanu Rabbi Yosef Rachanina. So. Rava said the teaching of Nachman Bar Chizda is wrong. Right? Rav Nachman Bar Chizda said the halach is like Rabbi Seinu. Rava said that's wrong. So Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak said, What do you mean? I said, I guess I said to who? I said to Rav Nachman Bar Chizda. In the name of Yisrael Chanina. What is so? What is the um, EU Kavanta? What is who does Rava hold like? 
Rava who said that it's wrong. Ki Imar, he holds like that which we learned. Rava Amar Rav Sheshesh. Rava said the name Rav Sheshesh Halacha Nimlachema. The Halacha is we we uh, uh, we discuss it with her. We have a consultation with her. Meaning, now if we if we speak it out with her, that would only fit in according to way the Mishnah uh, taught us that. Uh, we deduct from her ksuba a little bit at a time. This gives us an opportunity to be nimlach with her. So Rava clearly holds, like um, what Rava himself said in the name Rav Sheshes, that we speak it out with her. Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, Amar Rav Sheshes, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, said Rav Sheshes, Halacha ain't nimlach. Halacha is that we don't have a consultation with her. So we see that Rava held like Rav Sheshes, and that it's over a certain amount of time, and that's why Rava said the uh, the expedited version of that which Rabbi Seinu taught that we uh, do it over four weeks. Obviously, Rava does not hold like because Rava holds that we we try to talk it out with her. Now, apparently, four weeks is not enough to talk it out with her. Okay, fine. Hechi damya Mayredas. What does it mean? That she's. What's the case of a woman who's rebelling? What does it mean she rebels? What is? What is? What is? How is she rebelling? She says, "You know what? I'm not going to put salt in the cholent anymore." Is that enough? Is that considered maredas? What if a woman says, "I'm not going to let you have matches herring anymore"? What exactly constitutes maredas? I mean, these seem to be agree. Yes, I agree. These are egregious types of things. But what exactly is Mayredas? What does it mean she rebels? Because Lamaisa, we had before. Um, the Gemara said before Mayredas is either from Malacha or from Tashmashamita. So, what exactly is the Gemara asking? What's the case of Mayredas? I guess. Why is she refraining? In other words, why is she refraining from Malacha? Or why is she refraining from... We're, we're assuming that she's refraining from Tasha Shamita. In other words, it's not just she refrains. What if she says, you know, she's refraining from Tasha Shamita, she's not feeling well. Or uh, she's, she has a, she's a has tsar right now. So is that Moiretis or is it something more than that? Amara Meimar, the Amra, she says, you know when she's considered a Mayreda, she says, I want to keep him, but I'm just trying to torture him. Meaning, she, she's not saying that, um, she's not saying she refuses Tashmash. She's intentionally trying to aggravate him. That's a Mayreda. So that woman, we basically, we're going to force her to get back together with him. Because we, we tell her, hey lady, we're going to be deducting from your ksuba, either over a while or in the short term. What if she says, you know, he's disgusting to me? So then we're not going to uh, force her. So what does that mean um, if, she, if she says that uh, she's disgusting, that he's disgusting like kaifinan? I guess uh, this, the, there still would be a get, but um, then there would not necessarily be a ksuba.
says the Gemara, Marzutra Omar Kafinale. Marzutra says that if, if she says that he's disgusting, then we do force her. What does it mean we force her? We, we do what the Mishnah says. The Mishnah says that we tell her, listen, lady, you better live with your husband, otherwise, we're going to be deducting weekly. Says Gemara Havavavda, there's a story, Va'achba Marzutra, and Marzutra forced her. When the fact, Misura, and a big gado came out of that union. So what do we see? That even a, a woman who says her husband is disgusting, it's worthwhile to force her, because if we force her, she'll end up liking him. What's the proof she'll end up liking him? Because the union produced the gado. And there's an idea that if the husband and wife live together and they hate each other, it won't have successful progeny. So clearly... Um, it's worthwhile to force, uh, even if she says that he's disgusting. Says It doesn't prove anything. Really, it doesn't necessarily mean that she came around and liked him. There was heavenly assistance, but it doesn't mean that. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that she came around and she liked him. You know, I, ha- I have this idea at the end of Bereshis. It says that. <laughs> When Adam took Chava again, um, so it says that and Rashi says when he lived with her again, he added to his Taiva. So the question is, what is Rashi saying? Why is Rashi saying this? What's the meaning of that? We know that the wife of Lemech, the wives of Lemech, came to Adam Arishain and complained to him that um, that he separated from them because he said, hey, uh, we don't want to, he doesn't want to produce more children because there's going to be a mabel. So Adam Arishain, before really he was able to give Lamech Musar, he, he basically had to correct his own fault for being Poyrish from Chava. So he, sh- he took her again and he was Nitoisiflai Taiva Al Ta'avasai. So, I want to share with you how I understood this. Um, perhaps the reason why the generations before the Dar Hamabal were plummeting was because Rashi says that they had this custom, they had two wives. One, they would make sterile and they would live with, and one was reserved for children. And she was repulsive because... She was constantly having children, and she was not uh, she was not um, attractive to the husband. So he would have one woman that was sort of like uh, his designated uh, zoina, but he was married to her, and one for children. So I think that that situation produced very uh, degenerate generations, because mimanavshach, the woman that they lived with with desire. They weren't having children with. The woman that they lived with without desire, they, they were having children with. And like it's implicit in the Gemara over here, and there are many Makairois, that the success, the, the intelligence, the, the ability of a child is very much dependent on the Cheshach of Be'nish Le'ishtai. So Mamela, in a situation where one wife was, was designated just for and did not produce children, the other wife was designated just for children, 
Mikanu Mikan, it was not producing proper generations. So in order to rectify that, Adam Arisha, when he took back his wife, Daf Garashi says he was Nitoisifloi Taival Tavasoi to be able to live with his wife, but to do so in the proper way. In any event, what the Gemara is saying here is the fact that they produced a tzaddik does not prove that if you force a woman who claims that she doesn't, she's, she's disgusted by her husband, it doesn't mean that it will be a successful uh, end. In that case, they happen to have siyata deshmaya. Okay, the Gemara c- continues. Kal seyid Rav Zvid Imrada. Rav Zvid's daughter-in-law became a Mayrada. She rebelled. Have a shira. And she grabbed um, a silk that she brought into the marriage. Yosef Amemar Umarzucha Ravashi. So the situation was Amemar and Marzucha Ravashi were sitting and they were uh, deciding on a case. Yosef Ravgamda Gabayu. Ravgamda was sitting with them. Yasi Vikamda, they were sitting, they said, Marda, if a woman rebels, if Sida Blayasakayamin, then. She loses her clothing that are worn out, that still exist, that if a woman rebels, she she loses even what was written and entered into the Ksuba. Basically, they took a hard stance on this daughter-in-law who rebelled. So Amrul Rav Gamda, Rav Gamda said, "Come on, Mishum de Rav Zid Gavra Rabba Machnifisu, because Rav Zid is a Gavra Rabba. So what, you're flattering him by saying that his daughter-in-law loses the silk." Tham Rav Khan, Rav Khan said, "Me boy, boy, Rav Alei Pasher, Rav had a shaila about this. Whether a woman who's rebel, a woman who's a Mayredes, loses her bloyse um, kayamin, and Rav didn't know the answer. Why? Why are you?" Giving this uh, halacha, why? Because uh, you like Marzutra, so you're trying to. Uh, I'm sorry, you like Ribzvid, so therefore you're trying to butter him up and say his daughter-in-law loses the silk. It's not pashit. Rava had a shail about it, and he was never pashit at. Okay, we'll continue here, Bezos Hashem, uh, next week. Okay, thanks everyone for joining, and have a wonderful night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.